Hello. Hello. Oh, geez. We're off to a good start. <laughs> this is uh, this is the uh, you talk comics to me time. This is Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It is November twentieth. It actually is twenty nineteen. I'm fucking killing it today. Oh yeah, that's what happens when you wake up early with just the right amount of sleep. <laughs> I am uh, I am Champ Champenstein. I am Heather. As always, we accidentally got a shit ton of comics, but just because Thanksgiving is next week, so we are going to talk about them. Yes, and I will kick it off. Um, I have Money Shot, issue number two. Um, That's a great way. Yeah. Um, So this series is about a group of scientists who are going to different planets to bang alien life forms uh, to get money from perverts who watch it on Earth so that they can learn more about the stars. Yeah, that's that's that's, it, that's, that's the it. premise. Yeah, that's um, it. But yeah, so this issue focuses on like how the group got started with this uh, venture. It shows them, you know, like sleeping together and stuff, and like getting rid of all their hangups. Uh, that was in the past. The present timeline is they are prisoners on an alien planet, and um, they have to fight. <laughs> oh, no fucking in this issue. Oh, there's fucking. Okay, there's there's yes. Wendy was like, what's the space orgy comic? And I was just like, uh, money shot? That's, yep, that's it. Sums it up perfectly. It's a space orgy. (laughs) All right, so then I'm next. Uh, I have Batman issue number 83. I won't spoil anything too big, except for if you haven't read any of the past Batman issues. Alfred is fucking dead, bitches. (laughs) He's so dead neck broken he is very dead very 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 dead so this issue just covers a letter that alfred wrote to bruce kind of just saying that he had told him he had made it out of the city just because he wanted bruce to do what was right wait kyle have you read it (laughs) uh so it's that's it. it that's it it hurts it hurts it's like one of those things where soul crushing i don't know it's like tom king at his best because it's really just i don't know i think there's something yeah okay good i think there's something about the way tom king writes just like feelings it's really good feelings yeah and i think like and maybe not feelings feelings is probably not the right word i think it's relationships and just like how one person can, yeah, it is a real tearjerker, how one person can feel about another person. And especially, I think, with this connection between Alfred and, and Bruce, it's it's just so important within Bruce's life and Alfred's life. And I don't know, I got real weepy. I was reading this at, at Joe's apartment by myself. With, Probably for the best. With, like, I, I always forget that he doesn't have, like, any anything on in the background. So it was just, like, completely silent and just me being, like, <gasps> I'm okay. <laughs> like, everything's fine. This is a fictional character who has died time and time again. And I, it's just it's just very well written. I really, I cannot say enough about this, this issue. And I think this issue coming off after the annual that's also just all about, you know, Alfred writing the journal about Batman. I think it was just like a very interesting dynamic between the two issues. It's it's so good. It's so, so good. 
Um, so then right after I read Batman, I decided to cheer myself up because <laughs> my ass was so fucking sad. So I read Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, which also includes Batman because Batman and Jimmy are still in their prank war. Uh, they have Jimmy's like dumb Incredible. decoy cor- corpse funeral <laughs> and it ends up exploding all over everybody. And there's also a really great Schrodinger's cat, like, call, like, call to or, like, callback, I suppose, callback, Schrodinger's cat callback. <laughs> Matt Fraction's just calling out. Oh, jeez. I am a mess. But, as always, this issue of Jimmy Olsen is just absolutely wonderful. It's the best time you'll ever have if you ever read a comic. <laughs> Do it. I promise you. You will I'll, not be disappointed. You will not, won't be disappointed. I won't give you money, but you won't be disappointed. <laughs> okay, All so right. next we have Loki. This is issue five. Uh, apparently the last issue of this series. M- maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, this was a weird issue. It uh, features one of my all-time favorite Loki friends ever, Verity. If you ever read Agent of Asgard, then you know who Verity is. Fucking love her. Um, but Loki's pretty much just telling her a story. Um, I really like this story, and I wish... Mm-hmm. I wish, because like, like Heather said, this is a weird issue. I felt like it was really just like kind of rushed along and almost just like thrown out there for no exact reason and i felt like if they could have made more out of this story it would have been a little bit better yeah because i don't understand why wolverine was in there at all no there's no point yeah it doesn't make sense just to do the bub jokes yeah that's true that's, but um which were funny <laughs> they were pretty funny um loki's a cowboy in this issue it you know i've been p- playing red dead redemption again and yeah. i was just like Man, really want to play some Red Dead now. <laughs> it made me want to pick up the controller, too. But yeah, the way that this ends, it's kind of on a... It's, kind al- of a, it's almost a cliffhanger. It's almost a cliffhanger. Yeah. Which I hope it is, and I hope I'm not like reading too far into it, because if Loki and Verity got to be in like another comic series together, I would love that. Who knows? Marvel's all about making, taking your money, making and taking it. It's true. Marvel. You'll I guess it. it I guess it's Disney, but I don't care. <laughs> the man. Verity and Loki are both Disney princesses. <laughs> that's their story. Okay, that's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> so then I have the question. The death of Vic Sage. I forgot there's more to it. I forgot the whole title. Uh, I personally did not like this book. The idea is pretty interesting because I'll just I'll just straight up read off the back because that's what I like to do. Vic Sage fights for the soul of Hub City on two fronts: in public as a hard-hitting television pundit, and behind a mask as the brutal, faceless vigilante known as the Question. For Vic, the world is a a matter of absolute morality, and a force must be used to break bad actors and push them over the side of right. But what happens when he uncovers a mystery so strange and unseemly that it makes him question everything he thought was certain? What happens when Vic Sage finds himself standing over his own grave? So, like, that aspect of it is very, like... Does he die? 
that's that's hard to hard to say. It's one of those things where basically he finds a prostitution ring that is has underage girls tries to uncover like the mayor in the entire city like the mayor and all of the underground things that are happening mm-hmm. and as he's doing this several other things are happening that are affecting everything else like time basically okay and he ends up in a cave with a bunch of bones and he finds his own mask with like a bullet hole through the head it's it's interesting. It felt like it just wanted to be edgy to be edgy, personally, but I don't know, man. Maybe, because it's, is it a three-parter? It's a three-parter, but I, w- I, I want to say this out loud, like I said to you, I just felt like, you know, Rorschach was based off the question, but this just felt like I was reading some sort of, like, Rorschach, Rorschach from the question business. Like, I don't, or from the question, from the Watchmen. Like, and I don't, that's not what I wanted. Right. And maybe it's because a lot of my introduction and, like, familiarity with the question is through the Justice League cartoons. (laughs) So it's not like they can make him, like, an edgy, like, political dude, really. And... (laughs) Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's literally why Gambit is my favorite character <laughs> just because of the X-Men show. It's just, it's one of those things where, like, maybe because that's where my introduction was and, like I said, my familiarity, I just didn't feel that connection because, you know, they can't make an edgelord <laughs> on a cartoon for children. Never seen SpongeBob, huh? <laughs> SpongeBob is different. I mean, and even if you watch the Justice League cartoons, there are a lot of very adult jokes on there and content. Um, I do, like, that's one of my biggest problems with Lemire is that he does write too many comics at once, I feel like. So it does kind of throw that balance off. Like, that's how, that's why I think, like, I felt like Descender really lacked is because he was just, like, doing too many things at once. Right. That's... To you, Kyle. <laughs> to you. <laughs> to you. So that is that is it. I have to talk again. Yeah. This I is have, all you. <laughs> this, this, this is this is the champ show now. Yeah, the theme this week is champ. I'm so good. This is Aquaman. This is issue number fifty-four. I I don't know. I like this book, but it's really hard for me to Yeah. He is on like fifteen books a month. Uh it's hard to me to hard for me to describe Aquaman just because it is so deep into it. But Black Manta has come to Amnesty Bay and is basically trying to kill kill Aquaman and seemingly does like a decent job at it. Nice. And next, Black Manta in his giant Mecha Manta suit fights a giant sea monster. I am fucking stoked. If you want to know. Sorry, my sisters are chatting. Yeah, no, I, I was chat. I was seeing that. Uh, so next. Oh, yes. Uh, next. <laughs> a book we both have. This is Heartbeat. This is Maria Lovett. Um, she did the art for the series Faithless that I was reading, the demonic. Uh, Fucking book. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, this is a weird book. Your other sex book. Look, I've got tons of sex books. Um, anyway, uh, she does the art for this and she writes the story. Um, it is, again, it's weird. Um, Very. Don't understand what's going on, but mm. it. I when I read about it, it said that it's one of those that every issue brings you closer to, like, the actual story. So I guess that's cool. Um, this book was translated from Spanish, so the trans, it, it reads kind of strange. Yeah, it reads almost choppy, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I don't, that doesn't take away from the art at all. No, the art is really, really good. And I think, I don't know, the story was interesting enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, I told Champ earlier, I'm just, I'm going to keep it on for sure because I am really curious. I want to know, like, what the story is. And it's like four issues, right? Four or five. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. This is Heartbeat uh, of Boom Studios. There is lots of blood and violence. And narcolepsy. And, <laughs> and some necrophilia type ideations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I can't with you. Necro. Necro. Now I can't do it. I told you. I kept getting them mixed up. Necrophilia, narcolepsy. Necrolepsy. Yeah. Two different things. Two totally different things. <laughs> But it's weird, and if you're kind of into trying to figure out what the fuck might be happening, I think that's a good a good way to do it. Uh, basically, this young girl is being bullied in this upper class school that she's being sent to. Her mother's the maid for some of the other students, and they basically treat her like shit. And she kind of has a crush on a, a, a man. She's known for a long, long time. Yeah. But there seems to be more about him. Mm-hmm. Just to give you a rough idea of whatever the fuck we read. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out at some point. Oh, God, I have to go again. <laughs> um, I have something is killing the children. This is issue number three. This is one of my favorite books. Really? I love it. Good. It is a really, like, fun read. So the main character, she got picked up by the cops. And is basically telling this cop just, you kind of find out a little bit more about her background and kind of how she came into monster hunting. But then she's also just, like, telling this cop she can save this, like, save the town. And he needs to just let her go. And he's wasting his time. And so I'm going to try if I ever get arrested. <laughs> Look, I know how to save this town. You just got to let me go. Bam, I arrested you because you were smoking weed. <laughs> I can save this town. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's really, really good. I love the mystery aspect of it because you still don't know what's like going on with her background or really what's going on with this monster and how it ended up here. All you know is that it's not good at all. So, (laughs) uh, highly suggested. The art is really interesting. The story is really interesting. I'm having a great time. I honestly, one of my favorite parts of this book, and I know it sounds lame, is kind of like the cold openings to like the main page of something is killing the children. I just, oh, I eat it up every time I like flip open to this like full panel page of this and I just, I love it, dudes. I can't handle it. It's stupid. I like it a lot. It's meaningless, but it's great. Um, (sighs) Oh. 
She's got a lot more, guys. Stay I'm tuned. I'm doing it. I read 17 comics <laughs> within eight hours, almost 20. No, less than, yeah, like 12 hours. Jesus. I read eight of them in like an hour because I was I forgot to do it last night. I just busted it out. Busted my nut. <laughs> yeah, brutal noodle. <laughs> brutal noodles. <laughs> this is the Weatherman issue number five. The next issue, or issue number five of volume two. The next issue is the last. Of volume two. I think it's, it's the last of volume two, but I think it's the last. The last. Okay. I'm. Oh, last meal. I, I, I love it. I still love it. I know it took me a while to like kind of enjoy it as much as I have been, but at this point, I am, I'm all on board. I'm really interested to see what happens with all of these people. I feel like my stakes in, in the book are a little bit higher. So I, I, I kind of... <laughs> I, I really, like, as much as the main character, Nathan, is not necessarily, like, a good person, I just I kind of hope the best for him. I get that. You want him to succeed. You I want, want him, him to be better. I want him. I do. I want him to be better since he destroyed the world to begin with. That's how I feel when I read Loki books. I'm like, I love you, dude, but just like, just be better. Yeah. But he become like, he gets into like basically a transformer type thing and starts doing some wild shit. He, there's something about that guy. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I highly suggest this book if you love, like, post-apocalyptic shit because I don't want to ruin any part of it because it's really interesting and a good time. Yeah, the next ones we almost all have together. Okay, good. Besides one. Besides one. Two. Two. All right. That's fine. We're doing this. Okay. So this is Farmhand. This is issue 11. Um, this story just keeps getting better. Um, this issue really delves a lot into the Jenkins past. I guess. Yeah, and, no. And their role in, like, the town. Um, and I suppose their roles in each other's right. lives and how they kind of intertwine. Yeah, and there's a lot of um, people who want him dead. So it it flashes back and forth um, between when, I guess, when certain people got things done, right? Yeah. Again, it, it kind of flashes to, I guess, uh, Jed. Jed? Jed? Jed, yeah. Jed's Jed past. Jenkins. Jed's past before his son was born and how basically they develop kind of how they developed quote unquote the the root or the the seed the seed yeah and how their families were not chill (laughs) did not like that at all and I don't know and then it flashes because then you get again a story from the past past of basically how all of the Jenkins came to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what kind of happened to the family line when each of them died. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, there's one phrase that she says in here that I really enjoyed. I just thought it was a good one. A bitter root had been planted in the Jenkins bloodline. I thought that line was kind of lame since I've read a book called Bitter Well, that was why I liked it because I was like, damn, there's a book called Bitter Root. And Bitter Root is really, really good. So I say check that out as well. Read it. But yeah, that's farmhand. Farmhand is. I think. 
I'm sorry, this was the last chapter of this. Yeah, this is chapter 11, it's done. And then it looks like, is that all? 15 issues? Well, no, because remember they've been doing the, this oh, is the yeah. beginning of the story arc. And this is the end. Okay, yeah, we got more. <laughs> That's all. Um, I'll go again. Okay. So I have the, the Necromancer's Map, issue number four. Um, this is literally just your D&D group going on adventures in random towns. Um, <laughs> the Necromancer finds a, a board with, like, a bunch of chores and, like, favors and stuff, but someone's asking for a Necromancer's help. So she goes to help them. The, the little uh, Pope boy and the dead spirit are breaking into the castle library to find books on how to translate the map, and they run into someone who is going to kill them. So there's something that happens like that in every issue. Tons of people want him dead. That's, that's literally all that happens in that one. I still really like it, though. I mean, enough to keep reading it. Yeah, I mean, if, if you say it's kind of like a D&D group, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and I love their interactions because they all like hate each other, which I always thought makes things more interesting. Yeah, no, <laughs> nobody wants to see it. Yeah, nobody wants to see everybody get along. Yeah, that's just not how that works. Yeah, and it's like there's a lot of bitterness between these two, the necromancer and the the ghost, because the ghost got killed, didn't want to be brought back, and the necromancer brought her back anyway. So now she's stuck. Yeah, that's no, kind of bullshit. Yeah, for some reason I can see that happening happening to me. Like, somebody brings me back from the dead, and I'm just like, fuck you. Look, I've got narcolepsy. I'd bring you back in a heartbeat. It would be you, and I'd be so mad. It would be. Look, I just need a friend. I would just start knocking things down all the time. What is that? Oh, it's just Champ. She's mad. (laughs) She's been mad for weeks. She big mad. (laughs) All right. Your turn. My turn. I have Conan the Barbarian. This is issue number 11. Conan is dead. But kind of not really. He basically tells, uh, what's his god? Chrome? Chrom? Chrom. 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 That he wants to go back and save all of the world. And Chrom's like, nah, dog, you need to get off. Because he climbs this giant mountain that never ends. And it ends up being Chrom. And Crom's like, yeah, get off the mountain. Dude, get off the fucking mountain. <laughs> and Conan's like, no, I've got to save the world. I know how to save this town. I, <laughs> I love my gay son. <laughs> and he needs to go back. And he stabs Crom. Crom gets real mad. Big mad. Big, big mad. Big, big mad. And is like, fine, fuck you. Go back, save the world, but you are going to, okay. We've got a visitor. <laughs> Whittle into nothing and Come on, pretty. die. Show your butthole to the camera. Die an old, old man who. No, I said no. Can't. I said can't no. do anything. So that's that's that issue. Once again, love Conan. This is anti gravity. This is my cat, anti gravity. She's finally okay with Heather being around, so now she's gonna do shit like this. I love it. No one wants to see your butthole, pretty kitty. Come on. Oh. <laughs> that was a really cute noise you just made. Let go of me. Let go. She doesn't know how to use her claws, so you gotta be okay. you gotta be careful. There you go. Oh. <laughs> of course she has to do this now. I'm telling you, dude. 
I had like 40 minutes earlier where we weren't doing anything and she just stared at me. All right. Uh, so we have safe sex. This is issue three. Um, this is also a very, we've got a lot of strange issues today. Yeah. Um, so in the last issue, our we main have all girl, of our like dirty comics. Yeah, yeah we do. Um, our main girl, Avery, was trying to get help from her uh, old friends at the, the Dirty Mind. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, they won't help her, so she ends up going to her friend, Nick. Dude, I'm remembering all mm-hmm. of these names. Um, she goes to get help from him while they're there talking and like trying to figure out a way to break into the... Don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. The party. The party. Trying to break into the party's headquarters, um, his house gets kind of broken into. It ends up being two of the main people from the Dirty Mind, and this issue goes into what made them finally want to help Avery. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude, you did it! I did it. You remembered everybody's name. I did it. I'm actually really proud of you. Thank you. And her name is uh, Chrissy. You know what? This I can't remember. I remember he's walking through the halls looking for her. Casey. I was close. You were close. I was very, very close. Well, you win some, you lose some. Um, I do not like this issue. <laughs> I, I thought the art was awful. It yeah. was very uncomfortable for me. I was also not a huge fan of the art style, personally. Uh, it's kind of that... I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's very simple... And it's not that it's bad. I think that it's just not everybody's. everybody's it looks like tea. a French comic from the '60s. Yeah, no, that's that's right. Boom. Uh, so that was kind of something that did deter from it. I I like this issue just because I did enjoy the filling in of the gaps mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. how they got from one place to the other. Otherwise, a lot of things would just have glossed over that mm-hmm. particular. Like, especially thing. why they all of a sudden wanted to help her. Like, I, I guess I did like it for... I just didn't like the art. Yeah, I know. That's and that's, the main and thing. that's chill. Um, Jen Hickman is back on the art. Or not... She wasn't doing the art before. Or they weren't doing the art before. They're back on... Or they're doing art. I enjoy their art, so... Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Maybe they just will do that kind of art when it's, like, f- almost flashbacks. Yeah, or, like, a lot of things... Like, a lot of comics do that sort of, like, switch between. Yeah. So... Like, I would be okay if they used it for that. But anyway, yeah. safe sex. Safe sex. Let's do this. You do this. I, I know. <laughs> uh, I have next Hazel and Cha-Cha Save Christmas. This is a Umbrella Academy one-shot. I didn't hate it. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it was... I don't know, it was just something fun more than anything. Like, that's why I enjoyed it. The kind of idea is that Santa Claus has, like, a pact with all the adults where they, like, pay him money or, like, let him keep people as slaves, basically, to be Santa. What the fuck? Maybe I read this in a weird way, but that's how I kind of took it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. And a guy, a kid is trying to, like, uncover Santa and... The kind of idea is that Hazel and Chacha can st- they have to stop like using weapons of mass destruction in in the past to save the future because they're you know fucking shit up mm-hmm. and that's that's it. 
It was it was fun. They saved Christmas. They saved Christmas. It was a fun read. Okay. I enjoyed myself. Okay. Let's do it. Now we have Once in Future, issue number four. I fucking love... Sorry, I really need to watch my language. I love this series. It's so good. So good. The, Dan Moore's art, I can't get I, you over know, it. I, there is this particular scene in this issue where a head gets cut off. And I I went, oh. And I had to stop and show my significant other because I was just like, the art is so good in this. And I turned around and it was literally the head cutting off scene. I was like, look how good this looks. <laughs> It's so good. It looks real. It looks real. That? Yeah. That this, shit is wild. Okay. This book is wild as fuck. I, okay. I just want to say this is one of my favorite Kieran books. Me too. I've ever read. Me too. <laughs> anyway, Once in Future. Um, it's great. It's fantastic. Kieran Gillen's good. Yeah. Favorite Kieran Gillen book right at the moment. Uh, I do love Die. I think there's just something so... I love the historical um, aspect of this book and how they twist it for their own story. Yeah, I love that. And I also love just, like, the dynamics between the characters Mm -hmm. and how there's just so much going on in the background that you're not getting, but it's almost, like, it's important but not important because you're getting the same, same information that your main character is getting. You know, you're basically, you're kind of living this man's life and you're just going for it, I suppose. Yes. I Sorry, I love this so much. I was just like flipping through it again. It's uh, honestly one of the best books on the shelf right at the moment. Yeah, it's... To be completely honest. Incredible. Um, they are in the process of trying to kill Galahad who was birthed to uh, find the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't want him to find it. So grandmother, grandson, and grandson, one-time date lady, woman, um, they are all working together to find the the Fisher King. Yeah, the Fisher King. You Fisher did King. it. I did it. Uh, they're finding the Fisher King. Um, there's a lot of revelations that have to do with the Fisher King, too, that affect the main character Uh in this which is i won't spoil it because i just honestly think i just think everyone should read this yeah no if you're not reading this book you're a goddamn fool yeah i'm not trying to be rude but heard it here you're a fool you're a fool fool of a took uh but yeah please please especially if you like any sort of history or anything in general like Mm -hmm. tough bitchy grandmas which i love yeah british grandmas Mm -hmm. you'll love it Okay. Okay. So next we have King Thor. This is issue number three. It's almost done. It's almost done. <laughs> Did you see the the cover, the variant cover for the last issue, one of the last issue, or the last issue of King Thor? That's like all of the Thor stuff behind. Because yes. oh yeah, I tagged you yes, on Twitter. I did. And I love it because it's really good. This uh, issue just continues. Thor and Loki's battle with the god Butcher. Um, they enlist the help of Thor's granddaughters who enlist the help of... Gods? Gods. Um, and that's, I don't, without even, like, spoiling it, that's what that's this it, issue yeah. is about. Um, Loki, of course, is always my favorite part. Especially, like, fed up, like, tired Loki. <laughs> I love the choir. Yeah. 
the, all the gods are really fucking cool. Yeah, all the gods are really cool. I don't, there's just also something so just like on edge about this where I'm just like, <sighs> yeah, it's really, really dark. Um, the lighting and shit, the coloring and stuff, mm-hmm. it's all just really dark. Um, but I think that's also because I was also on edge when I was reading it too. And I think that probably has something to do with it because it's like, watching a marvel movie and they're in like the big battle and you know how it's going to turn out for the most part but still like watching it happen but wouldn't it be cool if it didn't turn out that way i would way? love that <laughs> i would love that so much because that's honestly like i don't know they're just in such dire straits at this point i'd almost rather see the god butcher win and i know i like i know loki's gonna die like probably most likely actually gonna die this time because yeah that's what it feels like when you're reading it is it feels like they're both gonna die it feels like that like the weight is there yeah and if i don't i don't know i just never know with thor which is why i never say yes or no but like loki always dies so i'm safe in saying that he's going to die yeah <laughs> i don't know there's just it's it's great yeah it's it's, it's really been good. really good one more with jason aaron and then donny cates starts it the thor run so We'll deal with that when we get to it. We will We will cross that bri- rainbow bridge when we get there. Mm-hmm. We'll cross that Bifrost. Um, so next we have Marauders, shoot two. Um, this, I still really enjoy this. I yeah. Think. No, this is honestly, this might be my favorite, like, X-Book right now. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to decide every single time, but... There's something about this book I particularly, like, really enjoy. And yeah. I don't know if it's the, the tone's a little bit light at the same time as being, like, heavy. Mm-hmm. Or if it's just the characters or, yeah. I think it's the group, like, the characters. Because I've never once re- wanted to read anything with any of these characters. Yeah. I don't, I don't not like them. I've just never been, like, really interested in them. But the, I don't know, the dynamic of the group is really fun. I just really like how Kitty Pride is just taking full, full, like, control, control of herself. She's basically, she's just like, yeah, she's just like, I am who I am and I'm just here to fucking do it. Mm -hmm. You can't stop me. Um, And this really goes a lot into, um, that's a known fact. That's what her nickname is, right? Red Queen? Okay. Um, yeah, this just goes into how she becomes the Red Queen. The the events leading up to it anyway. Yeah. Which I thought was really Kitty yeah. Pride's a badass. I love Kitty Pride. I love I love Kitty Pride. I love yeah, I love the group dynamic. I love I don't know, this book is just so good. And I actually really like Emma in it, too. Yeah. And I've never been a fan of Emma Frost. But in in this book, I'm just like, damn, bitch, get it. I kind of just also like that idea of her, like, rubbing his face in it. Yeah. And I, I, it's almost just kind of, like, a boot on his head, like, into the dirt, like, eat shit sort of moment. I feel like she's really come into herself with, like, this last Mm X-Men run i guess yeah i could she gets that. to be who she wants to be like unapologetically and i just i think that's why i like her now so much wow that cover is a fucking giveaway yeah I, how did i not notice that before? i noticed that when we were just like i think i just order. like was really distracted by this and i've seen this cover a thousand times yeah, yeah me too 
Oh my god, okay. So for our last one, we have Excalibur. Hi. Issue number two. Um, I, I, I love it. I, I also really like Excalibur. I really like Excalibur. Teeny's great. Yeah, I think she's doing a really good job with this one. Uh, once again, Apocalypse is stealing the show. <laughs> That's the part yeah. that I love so much. Yeah. And this part, too, when he's like, Yeah, just this like tiny a little, little baby. baby. He doesn't even need to hold it in his yeah. arm. He could just hold the baby in his hand. Yeah. It's uh, really good. Daddy Apocalypse is real great. But basically, kind of the idea is they turn. All right. Yeah. Chill. Uh,. Kind of the idea here is that they're looking for this lighthouse to help them build a gate to Kirkoa. And shit's going awry. Yeah, shit's not going quite how they want it to go. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, Rogue is still in her beauty sleep stage. Um, Gambit's really stressed out about it. Um, can't even take a fucking no, joke. No, he can't. He can't take a fucking joke. But, I mean, let's be real. If you were in beauty sleep and you just wouldn't react to me, I would be pissed, too. <laughs> Wake up! I would be really... Oh, 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 my God. Sorry. We got too it's ex- my fault. We got too excited. Um, but, yeah. It's an Excalibur. It's Excalibur. Um, the one thing I do kind of want to, like, just briefly touch on, because somebody brought this up to me earlier today, was just... How unnecessarily confusing the Psylocke, Psylocke thing is. Oh, yeah. That's why I didn't mention anything about it, because I don't follow that part at all. I know she's Captain Britain. Psylocke is in Captain Britain and with Morgan. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to read about it a little more, because I really only got this book, not going to lie, for Gambit and Rogue, um, because they canceled all my Gambit and Rogue books, and this was the only one that they were like, oh, they're going to be in it. Literally the only book they were in the entire time. Yeah, and I mean, Whatever. this was, I only got this because of Teeny, but right. yeah, that was something somebody brought up to me, and they were just like, were you confused by that? Since you've never, never, you haven't read a, any X-Men books for like 10 years. Like, were you confused by that? And I was like, oh yeah, straight up, straight up, just no idea. I was so confused, I didn't even think about it, to be honest. I The thing, I had to ask somebody... Uh, the first issues, because there's that scene in the first Excalibur where they're, like, looking at each other dirty. Right. And they kind of, like, vaguely mention it. And I was like, yeah, no, like, who was that girl that she was looking at, like, very, like, dirtily? And somebody was like, you know, the original Psylocke. Damn, I blocked it out. <laughs> and I was just like... Okay, oh, so she was no. trapped... Betsy was trapped in the original Psylocke's body. No, that is very s- silly. But so, yeah, it's kind of like the idea, and that's what, like, fucking threw me off. Yes, that is very confusing. I don't get it. So, and they were like, why why keep this in here? And I was like, because Jonathan Hickman. Has to do it. Has to do it. Uh, and then that's it. That's it. Those are that's our it. stories. No. That's, that's all we have to say. So, we hope you enjoyed yourself. Maybe. We certainly did. Uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for listening, as always. Go buy comics. Anything? No. Okay. Enjoy your lives. Goodbye. See you next week. It'll be great.
Hello. Hello. Oh, jeez. We're off to a good start. <laughs> this is uh, this is the uh, you talk comics to me time. This is Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It is November twentieth. It actually is twenty nineteen. I'm fucking killing it today. Oh yeah, that's what happens when you wake up early with just the right amount of sleep. <laughs> I am uh, I am Champ Champenstein. I am Heather. As always, we accidentally got a shit ton of comics, but just because Thanksgiving is next week, so we are going to talk about them. Yes, and I will kick it off. Um, I have Money Shot, issue number two. Um, That's a great way. Yeah. Um, So this series is about a group of scientists who are going to different planets to bang alien life forms uh, to get money from perverts who watch it on Earth so that they can learn more about the stars. Yeah, that's that's that's, it, that's, that's the it. premise. Yeah, that's um, it. But yeah, so this issue focuses on like how the group got started with this uh, venture. It shows them, you know, like sleeping together and stuff, and like getting rid of all their hangups. Uh, that was in the past. The present timeline is they are prisoners on an alien planet, and um, they have to fight. <laughs> oh, no fucking in this issue. Oh, there's fucking. Okay, there's there's yes. Wendy was like, what's the space orgy comic? And I was just like, uh, money shot? That's, yep, that's it. Sums it up perfectly. It's a space orgy. (laughs) All right, so then I'm next. Uh, I have Batman issue number 83. I won't spoil anything too big, except for if you haven't read any of the past Batman issues. Alfred is fucking dead, bitches. (laughs) He's so dead neck broken he is very dead very 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 dead so this issue just covers a letter that alfred wrote to bruce kind of just saying that he had told him he had made it out of the city just because he wanted bruce to do what was right wait kyle have you read it (laughs) uh so it's that's it. it that's it it hurts it hurts it's like one of those things where soul crushing i don't know it's like tom king at his best because it's really just i don't know i think there's something yeah okay good i think there's something about the way tom king writes just like feelings it's really good feelings yeah and i think like and maybe not feelings feelings is probably not the right word i think it's relationships and just like 